Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Week 11 NFL Player Prop Show. My name is Dylan Bird here again on Sal Vetri's YouTube channel. We got an action packed week coming up in the NFL here, but before we get started on prop bets for this week, just wanted to give a quick recap of last week. We went four and five on props last week. So originally, I started with eight prop bets um, in the show last week for week 10. But then once Jair Alexander was announced out for the Green Bay Packers, I changed my DJ Shark underpick. So I didn't want to do that anymore because without Jair Alexander, I didn't really know what was going to happen. Now, granted, DJ Shark ended up going under anyway. But I took that out of my picks. If you were following me on Twitter, at sports underscore bird, you knew I did that. I added two props. Um, to go with that. So we had nine instead of eight. So just to recap last week, I went four and five on the nine props would have been five and five if you know, I had kept DJ Chark in there and didn't change it due to the Alexander injury. But to recap, we hit Terry McLaurin over receptions, we hit Devontae Adams over receptions, we hit Brandon Ayuk over receptions, and we hit DeAndre Swift's over rushing yards which was a late ad after Swift was announced as a starter for the first time in his career. We missed on Adams over receiving yards, Gibson over rushing yards, which he missed by like one and a half yards, which was absolutely brutal. We missed on Justin Herbert over passing yards, Cooper Cup over receiving yards, and Kirk Cousins under passing yards. So four and five, hoping to have a bounce back week this week. That was the first time in like three weeks that I had went, you know, under 500 in terms of my prop bets. So Big week coming up here. Uh, really excited to get into it. But before we get into our week 11 NFL prop bets, just want to let you know that you could follow me on Twitter at sports underscore bird if you haven't already. If I have to make any adjustments to the slate we have this week, then I will be tweeting it there. So be sure to be following me there. Just like I did last week, I had to make adjustments. So again, make sure you follow me on Twitter. In addition, I have my own YouTube channel, which I just formed in the fall pretty brand new. I have my waiver wire show on Tuesdays and I have my college football betting pick show on Fridays. So if you're into that stuff, be sure to subscribe to that. And one last thing, be sure to like this video and be sure to subscribe to this channel if you aren't already. It really helps me out. It really helps Sal out. I also just wanted to remind you that all the prop bets that we're going to talk about today are from Monkey Knife Fight, the sponsor of this week 11 NFL player prop show. You can go on to Monkey Knife Fight and they will match your deposit 100% up to $50 with the promo code VETRI, V-E-T-R-I. If you love prop betting, Monkey Knife Fight is an amazing place to take advantage of this great deposit bonus. Now let's get started. The first player prop that we are going to talk about today, we have Jameis Winston over under 250.5 passing yards against the Atlanta Falcons. So look. I'm so excited because we get to watch Jameis Winston this week. I mean, it's been a while since we've seen Jameis Winston start a game, obviously, since last year where he was the starter for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now he's starting this week for the Saints due to the Drew Brees injury. If you didn't already hear, he has five fractured ribs and a collapsed lung. Pretty brutal injury for Brees, especially for a guy who's stayed healthy for most of his career. I mean, look, anybody taking that kind of injury is pretty rough. Uh, I can't imagine many injuries that are more painful than that. That's got to be absolutely brutal. Hope Breeze gets better, but as a result, we're getting Jameis Winston. And yeah, Winston's in a new offense in New Orleans, but if you look at what his numbers were last year, he may have thrown those 30-plus interceptions, but he had 5,109 yards, which led the NFL, and he also averaged 319.3 yards per game. He would just air it out in that Bruce Arians offense. And he comes into this game with a 4% 
pass blocking advantage against the Atlanta Falcons. This Atlanta Falcons defense is pretty bad. I mean, they, they've been pretty awful against the pass this year. They're allowing 310.3 passing yards per game, which ranks 31st in the NFL. Some years that'd be good enough to be worse in the NFL, but you have the Seattle Seahawks who've been absolutely brutal and are like 50 yards worse than that. So, I mean, Seattle's on pace for the worst uh, pass defense in terms of opponent yards per game in NFL history. But Atlanta, they are not that much better. I mean, they are horrendous against the pass. And Michael Thomas, Jameis Winston's number one wide receiver, comes into the game with a 50% matchup advantage in this game against Kendall Sheffield. So that's tied for the best in the NFL in terms of matchup advantages this week between wide receivers over corners. So Michael Thomas, I think, is going to have a big day. I think Jameis Winston is going to use him a lot. And I think New Orleans is going to turn Jameis loose. I mean, Breeze has been pretty conservative with the ball this year not getting a ton of air yards. I think the Saints, you know, are going to let Winston loose. He's going to air it out a lot. And I think he has a big, big day against this Atlanta Falcons passing defense. I think he leads the Saints to a win in this game. But I also think he hits his over 250 and a half passing yards in this game. Our second player prop that we are going to talk about today is Juju Smith-Schuster over under five and a half receptions against the Jacksonville Jaguars. So Juju Smith-Schuster comes in with a 25% matchup advantage over his opponent, Trey Herndon, which is, you know, pretty good. That's according to Pro Football Focus. And in addition, Jacksonville's pass defense is another pass defense that's absolutely horrific. They are the third worst in the NFL in terms of opponent passing yards per game at 283.9. Jacksonville also ranks 29th in coverage. So pretty awful pass defense in Jacksonville. And Pittsburgh comes into this game tied for the highest pass blocking advantage of the week at 48%. And look, Big Ben is going to have a lot of time to throw the ball, and he will find Juju Smith-Schuster, who has cleared this 5.5 number six of his nine games this year, including the last four weeks, Juju really hauling in those receptions. He's averaging 6.0 receptions per game. I like the over. I don't see why Juju would go under his average of receptions for the season in this game. He's playing a really, really bad pass defense, and he has that good matchup against Trey Herndon. So I like Juju Smith-Schuster's over five and a half passing yards in this game. The third player prop that we're going to talk about today, we're doubling up in this game on receivers. We're looking at Deontay Johnson's receptions prop, which is over under five and a half. So five out of the eight games that Deontay Johnson has played in this year, he has gone over this five and a half number. And I'm pretty sure that two out of the three of those games that he hit, he left in the first quarter with injury. So Deontay Johnson's a guy I feel pretty comfortable with going high in receptions, um, especially against a a defense like Jacksonville, a pass defense that is not good, as I just described when I was talking about Juju Smith-Schuster. So I'm not going to get too much into this Jacksonville pass defense since we just talked about it. But Deontay Johnson is averaging 8.1 targets per game. Um, so look, he's going to get the targets. He has the good matchup against Jacksonville. I think Deontay Johnson also goes over five and a half receptions in this game. So I'm doubling up him and Juju both over five and a half receptions in this game against the Jacksonville Jaguars. The fourth player prop that we are going to talk about today is Antonio Gibson's rushing yards prop, which is at 54.5 in this game against the Cincinnati Bengals. So Washington comes in with a 27% pass blocking advantage this week. And if you look back last week to Detroit, Gibson only got 40% approximately of the snap share last week. And that was because that the Lions were beating the Washington football team 24-3. to And as a result, when Washington is down in the game, they often put J.D. McKissick in the game, who they put him in on you know passing downs a lot more, even though Gibson was a former wide receiver in college. 
Uh, it's definitely a pass blocking type thing, but McKissick plays over Gibson when Washington is down in the game. So as a result, McKissick played a lot more last week. And as a result, my Antonio Gibson rushing yards prop missed by just 1.5. That being said, when Washington is doing well in the game, when they're close or when they are up in the game, Gibson will get a lot more closer towards 50% of the snap share, if not over 50%, mid 50s or higher. And, you know, coming into this game, you got the Cincinnati Bengals who come in with the 25th ranked run defense in the NFL. In addition, they allow 133.1 rushing yards per game, which ranks 27th in the NFL. So 25th in terms of just ranking run defense, but 27th in terms of opponent rushing yards allowed per game. And I know Gibson is only averaging 48.4 rushing yards per game. Now, again, this is much because when Washington is down in the game, they have McKissick in. But I think that Washington may win this game, and I think that at least they're definitely going to keep this very close. So as a result, I think that Antonio Gibson is going to get the ball a ton. I think that Antonio Gibson goes over 54 and a half rushing yards in this game. We've seen Antonio Gibson have some breakout games when he plays some bad running defenses. And I think that the same exact thing is going to happen this week when Gibson takes a field against the Cincinnati Bengals. Gibson over 54 and a half rushing yards this week. The fifth player prop that we're going to talk about today, we have Tyler Boyd's over under receptions prop, which is at five and a half in this game against the Washington football team. So Boyd comes in with a 21% matchup advantage against Jimmy Moreland of the Washington football team. Tough matchup on paper in terms of the team he's playing against, not tough individual matchup. Now looking at the actual team, Washington ranks 10th in coverage and Cincinnati only has a minus 1% pass blocking advantage this week. I know that that is not going to seem high at all, and it's not, but in the weeks prior, we've seen Cincinnati get a lot worse. Their offensive line, especially their pass protection, has not been good all year, so minus 1% pass blocking advantage is not bad at all for them. But Tyler Boyd, you know, in terms of him, he has 60 receptions on the year, which ranks 7th in the NFL. He averages 6.7 per game. Six of his nine games this season, he's gone over this 5.5 number. And in the last three games, he's had six receptions, six receptions, and then 11 receptions right before that. So I think that the Bengals are going to have to throw in this game. I mean, they do throw pretty much every game. Joe Burrow ranks second in just total attempts this season because the Bengals have been throwing this much. I think that they're going to continue to throw in this game. It's going to be a close game. I think it's a game the Bengals may lose. They're going to have to throw. And Tyler Boyd, he's one of those matchup-proof guys that even if he has a tough, you know, opponent team matchup uh i think he still gets targeted a ton and i think he still gets enough receptions to go over this five and a half number in this game against the washington football team again maybe a tough team matchup but i think ultimately boyd gets the amount of targets he needs and i also think that five and a half is just way too low for a guy like tyler boyd it's like when i had taken stefan diggs previously in the year when they had him at five and a half Tyler Boyd is getting to that point with, you know, with me in terms of receptions, in terms of targets that I feel like five and a half in any game is way too low. So I'm taking the over five and a half in this game. For our six player prop that we are going to talk about today, we're looking at Keenan Allen's receptions number, which is at six and a half in this game against the 0-9 New York Jets. So today it was ruled that Brian Poole, the Jets slot corner, actually a really, really good, you know, really solid corner one of the Jets' best defensive players. He was ruled out for the season, so he'll obviously miss this game against the Chargers. And as a result, Keenan Allen will match up against Corey Ballantyne, who he has a 41% matchup advantage against. According to Pro Football Focus, that's one of the top wide receiver corner 
matchup advantages this week for a wide receiver. And the Jets come in ranked 32nd in the NFL in coverage. We saw Jacoby Myers absolutely tear them apart on Monday night a few weeks ago. It was a career game for Myers. We've pretty much seen every receiver tear apart the Jets this year. I mean, they've been absolutely disgusting against the pass. And as a result, teams have torn them up. And the Jets are also 29th in terms of opponent passing yards per game. They've allowed 281.8 per game. So an absolute disaster is the Jets' secondary. And the Chargers come into this game with a 6% pass blocking advantage. Justin Herbert should have a field day against this Jets' defense. Keenan Allen comes in with a 29% target share, which is third in the NFL. And he's also averaging 7.2 receptions per game on the year. Has 65 receptions total, which ranks third in the NFL. I don't know why Keenan Allen would go under this average for the year of 7.2 receptions. I think he absolutely destroys the debt, the Jets, absolutely destroys Corey Ballantyne. Would not be surprised if Keenan Allen goes for 10-plus catches in this game. And as a result, I think he hits his over 6.5 receptions in this game against the Jets. This is probably my favorite prop bet of the week, so take note of that. Lock it in. Keenan Allen over six and a half receptions against the Jets this weekend. For our seventh player prop on the slate, we move to Sunday Night Football where we have Tyreek Hill over under 78.5 receiving yards against the Las Vegas Raiders. So Tyreek Hill comes into this game with a 42% matchup advantage against Nevin Lawson. According to Pro Football Focus, that is the fourth highest of any receiver this week in terms of matchup advantage against corners. Vegas also comes in ranking 23rd in coverage and allowing 264.9 passing yards per game. So that's 25th in the NFL. The Raiders defense is not good at all. I ultimately believe that that's what's going to hold them back from making any sort of run, assuming that with their current 6-3 and three record, they go on to make the playoffs, especially with the expanded playoffs this year. But I think that that defense is really, really going to hold them back hard. Kansas City comes in with a 13% pass blocking advantage this week. Now, one thing which is going to be a major factor here that I want to talk about is that the Raiders had a COVID outbreak on their defense. And as a result, a lot of them are in quarantine and will not be allowed to practice this week. That's definitely going to play a role. You have an entire defense that hasn't played in practice this week going against the best quarterback in the NFL and the best offense that we've potentially ever seen in the Kansas City Chiefs. Not going to be easy at all. Hill had 78 receiving yards in the first matchup between the Chiefs and the Raiders this year. He's averaging 72.2 on the season. I think he goes over 78.5 receiving yards in this game because of this ultimately easy matchup against the Raiders. They have a really, really bad defense. Mahomes is going to pass all over them, and I think that the Raiders are going to struggle even more than they already would have because of this quarantine that they're going to have to be in the whole defense, not a practice this week. I think Tyreek Hill has a big day against the Raiders and hits his over. So the final NFL player prop that we are going to talk about on this slate, we've had seven straight overs so far. The first time we've ever had that. Will we sweep the slate with overs? Let's find out. So we have Robert Woods, 60 and a half receiving yards. Looking at this prop right here, Robert Woods comes into this game with a minus 9% matchup advantage against Carlton Davis of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This Bucks defense has been really, really solid all year. They're led by Todd Bowles, one of the best defensive coordinators in the NFL. Carlton could also shadow Woods for most of this game. He's played shadow coverage in five games this season. Tampa Bay also really, really good against the pass. They rank ninth in opponent passing yards per game, which is only, with only 223.7 allowed per game. Also, the Rams are coming in with a minus 33% pass blocking advantage in this game. 
not good, especially for a quarterback like Jared Goff that we've seen kind of fold under pressure a little bit. And Robert Woods, he hasn't played that great lately. He comes in under 60 and a half passing yards in three of the last four games, hovering kind of around 30 receiving yards in three of those four games. So when Woods doesn't have a good game, he really doesn't have a good game. And I think he has a tough matchup here. He's only averaging 52 receiving yards per game. I can't see him having a game much better than that against this tough Tampa Bay defense and Carlton Davis. So as a result, the only under on the slate this week, I like the under here. Robert Woods under 60.5 receiving yards in this game. We have seven overs and one under on the slate this week. And it turns out that that one under is taking place on Monday Night Football. And that's a wrap for our Week 11 NFL Player Prop Show. Just remember that you could follow me on Twitter at sports underscore bird for updates on these player props as we get closer to the games on Sunday or Monday night. I'll be updating, you know, possibly changing a few picks based on injury status, based on other things that are going to happen in the game, whether that be weather, whether that be other things that are unforeseen. But be sure to be following me there because I will update you on these player props. In addition, if you haven't already, be sure to like this video and subscribe to this channel if you haven't already. It really helps me out. It really helps Sal out. Also, be sure to check out my YouTube channel, Sportsbird. Subscribe there. And goodbye, everyone, and good luck on your prop betting this week.